0: Welcome everyone to Breaking Open the Word, the Sunday edition of the God Minute. I'm Father Michael. Beloved of God, today, on the liturgical calendar of the church, we celebrate the fifth Sunday in ordinary time. Now the gospel chosen for today is taken from the fifth chapter of Luke, verses one through 11. As always, let's just take a moment to quiet our hearts, place ourselves in the presence of the Lord as we listen to this passage from Sacred Scripture. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the Word of God, he was standing by the lake of Genesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake, The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water." and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command I will lower the nets. When they had done this, their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come to help them. They came and filled both boats so that they were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him. And likewise, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Johnny came late to Sunday school. Knowing he was usually very prompt, the teacher asked him, Johnny, is there anything wrong? No, ma'am, not really, he said. I was just going to go fishing, but my daddy told me that I needed to get on up and get to church. The teacher was very impressed and asked Johnny if his father had explained to him why it was more important to go to church than to go fishing. Yes, ma'am, he sure did. Johnny said in reply. My daddy said he didn't have enough bait for both of us to go fishing, so I should go to church. <laughs> ah, well, it may, <laughs> it may not be the right reason for Johnny to go to church, but it certainly explains why Johnny couldn't go fishing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know... I really love this passage of the scriptures today. Uh, It tells us of the stories of the call of the first few apostles of Jesus, particularly the call of Simon Peter. Not just because I consider myself to be a fisher of men, if you will, in the clever words of Jesus, but because of all the details that are shared in this passage that often get lost in translation. Let me try and explain. You see, Jesus is in need of a place to preach so he can teach the gatherings of people who have followed him along the shore of Lake Genesaret. Jesus notices that Simon's fishing boat is nearby and believes it should uh, provide for him a, a good place from which to preach. You see, that way Jesus could be in front of the crowd and they could all be gathered along the shore to hear him." Kind of like um, his very own classroom on the lake. Simon, as we know, later named Peter by Jesus, is occupied cleaning nets, and his fishing partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, are also doing the same. When Jesus comes along to want to access his boat, Simon may have been uh, inclined to refuse Jesus. But then he would have been refusing in front of this crowd of people who wanted to hear Jesus speak. And honestly, it probably wouldn't have uh, been uh, difficult to say no in that circumstance. But he did because most of those folks were also the customers of Simon and he wouldn't want to lose their business. So, uh, you know, having been in that situation myself, I've been busy and circumstances are such that I've had to stop what I'm doing for the sake of something else. And so I can totally understand Simon's frustration. Simon, although possibly annoyed, just stopped cleaning the nets. Help Jesus into the boat and let him preach. Jesus got into the boat and began to teach the people. And when Jesus finished preaching, he said to Simon, let's go out into the deep water and we can have you lower the nets so you can get a catch. Now, we know this annoyed Simon because he argues with Jesus. Look, Lord, we've been at it all night and all day and we've caught nothing and now you want us to go out into the deep? I can just picture Jesus looking at him with that certain look. You know, the one, it's the one you get when your mom tells you to do something and you argue about how tired you are and need a break from all the chores that she has for you because you've been playing hard all day. It's that look that says, Really? So Simon relents. I don't know. Maybe it was something Jesus said in the preaching that changed his mind. Anyway, they go out into the deep waters as Jesus ordered. And what happens next is really unbelievable. Fish start filling the nets. In fact, there's so many fish that the nets are starting to break apart. Simon has to call his partners, James and John, to come alongside and help him. And as the two boats start to fill with all these fish, there's probably more fish than they've caught in a long while. I can only imagine their burst of energy and joy and, and the chaos to haul in every last fish that they can into their boats. And there sits Jesus. He looks across the fish-piled boat at Simon as if to say, I told you so. And something comes over Simon. It's as if he realizes for the very first time, this is no ordinary preacher. This Jesus is the real deal. Simon has this awakening. It's as if God has touched his life for the very first time in a way that he has never experienced before. Something is changed. His tired body is exhilarated. His being annoyed by Jesus' interrupting, his clear, cleaning his nets, is all but faded away. And that moment Simon literally throws away his life in the deep waters of Genesaret, it changes. And that very moment he is changed, and able to hear the words Jesus said, you have no more reason to fear. Fear not, for now you will be catching, not fish, but men, people, to know and understand the message of God. And in that moment, a a conversion takes place and Simon leaves everything to follow Jesus. He throws away everything he believed as valuable and necessary for his livelihood and for his future. Wow. Can you imagine what it must be like to give up everything to follow the Lord? I mean, in honesty, when I decided to follow the Lord's call, I guess I didn't see it as throwing my life away, but honestly, many other people did. In fact, people would say things like, What a waste. Why do you want to waste your time and talent like that? (laughs) Well, recently I heard a story about the late Avery Cardinal Dulles. He once told a close friend that when the idea of becoming a priest came to him, although he was at one time agnostic, he said he heard the invitation as clear as Jesus speaking to Simon, fear not. After being made a Cardinal, there was a dinner for Avery Cardinal Dulles, a Jesuit himself, at Fordham University in New York. His sister, one of the last family members, got up and spoke at the banquet, telling about the family upheaval over the decision that he had to become a Roman Catholic and then to become a priest. His Presbyterian father, John Foster Dulles, a U.S. Secretary of State, flat out told him he was throwing his life away. In her speech, his sister went on. Of course, they were right, she said. He did throw his life away. Well, dead silence came over the whole room. There was a brief pause, and then she winked at her brother. For Christ... You know, all of us have been put out into the deep waters of baptism. And with the grace of God and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we find ourselves awakening to a a greater awareness of what Christ has in store for us. Sometimes it may seem annoying, sometimes frustrating, sometimes inviting. Whatever the case, once we throw away all of the things we think will bring us happiness, all of the insecurities that we have, all of our fears, and we decide to rely on and follow Christ, we come to realize how blessed we are and how fearless we can be to do the work of the one who has called us and set us free. Others might see us as throwing our life away, and they might be right. But throwing our life away for the sake of the kingdom, for the mission of Jesus, can only provide an abundance of overwhelming blessings and gifts God has in store for us. And who knows, we might even catch a fish or two along the way. My brothers and sisters, may Almighty God bless you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Take good care of yourself and one another and we'll see you tomorrow.